The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? When I say Shockmaster, what comes to mind? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> Why are you um, hesitating? Because I got a really bad your, fucking dirty mind. And your face is flushing. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So when I say Shockmaster, the first thing that comes to mind is something dirty. Yeah. All right. What's the second thing that comes to mind? The Spider-Man villain. <laughs> Why is that not the first thing that comes to mind? I don't know. I don't know. I'm Are really you the so- recipient of shockers? No. Nope. Or like what's happening here? Nope, that's not possible. I mean, um, it could be. I It'd mean, just be painful. Nope, I am not. So I don't know why my mind went straight to there. That was really, really bad. That's one of those like uh, gun to your head. What are you thinking now? And you're just like, shit. Uh, I should have. So you mean to tell me when, you, when I say the term shockmaster, you think of Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, if it wasn't Spider-Man, what would you think? If it wasn't Spider-Man, I think of like, like shock paddles, like, uh, like, like the defibrillator paddles. That's where my mind would go. Okay. Okay. So why? your mind goes to dirtiness. Yep. <laughs> a fictional villain. Correct. From the Marvel universe. Yep. And a device to resuscitate people and bring them back to life. That's three very different types of, yep. but you do not think of fur coat, stormtrooper helmet, glitter. No. You know what show you're on, don't you? I don't even know why you're here. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hardly Kayfabe, your home for pro wrestling talk on the BICBP radio network. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, and that was not Matt. That was not Johnny. That was Anthony Mullen. Why Anthony? You guys are wondering, why am I not hearing Matt or Johnny? Why did this intro go crazy? That's because this episode is Chris and Anthony take over Hardly Kayfabe. Uh, Anthony? Say hello to the people. Hey, guys. What's up? What's Have up? Have you been on the show before? I feel like you've been um, on Kayfabe before. Have you not? I've been on Kayfabe as in the background. Because you've recorded and be like, oh, Anthony's in the background. He'll make side comments. Or you've oh. asked me like specific topics. Like, I'm there listening. And you're okay. like, Anthony, what's So this? now you're officially on the show. Yeah, I've never You're actually a officially a part of the team. I'm part of the team, yeah. Uh, Anthony, if you come out to the ESW, Empire State Wrestling Shows, uh, in Western New York recently, you will see that we the network has gotten a table at these shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm usually posted up there. Matt's sitting in, in uh, commentary. Um, but there's also this goofy-looking kid sitting next to him. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. No, I look goofy. I look like I don't know. I don't know shit about wrestling. <laughs> They're like, who is this guy? Why is he being dragged here? This is uh, this is Anthony Mullen. He's our merch guy, but he's gonna be kind of like our our uh, our our fourth. Um, you're the, the jobber. Be- I'm the fifth Beatle. You're the jobber, bro. You're the K- hardly kayfabe jobber. Just take that. 
I don't know what jobber means. I know you don't. This is great. Uh, so he's going to be. We're going to be doing the show today because Matt is still out on on assignment. He's actually going to be back soon. I'm thinking next week or the week after. Uh, and unfortunately, currently, uh, Johnny has been struck by the coronavirus. No, he, dude, he's been sick for like three weeks. Johnny, you're not allowed to get sick with the coronavirus. Cut the shit out. <laughs> I don't think he really has coronavirus. But yeah, Johnny's sick, uh, which is why we kind of had a, a lapse in episodes here in the past week or two. Um, but we're back. We decided Chris and Anthony are going to take over. If you don't understand what that means either, go over to the network, BICBP-radio.com. We have a new show out. Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Uh, and so basically that's what's happening. We're taking over Hardly Kayfabe to make sure uh, we can put out another week of an episode, um, but also to talk about a an event we were at this past weekend, um, Empire State Wrestling's event. Before I get into that, I do want to say we have another guest in the studio. This is a gentleman. If you have, if if you've been following us, if you follow us on our our Facebook page, the network's Facebook page, if you come to our website, uh, you follow any of our other podcasts, you'll notice we had kind of a facelift in our logo. It's been a revamp. Yeah, we've been kind of, uh, for a while though. Our logo was was more. Um, kind of an homage to the bullet club, yes. right? We were, we, it was kind of like the, the bullet club ripoff. Um, but we actually got a legit logo made. It's sweet as hell. Uh, and the dude that created it, the man, the myth, the legend is in studio. Mark Warner. Say hello, sir. Hello. Thank you for the, thank you for that logo. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, cool. We, uh, we're, we're, we're squared up then. Yeah, we're good. All right, see you later. No, <laughs> uh, no Mark. Uh, so Mark and I, um, it's weird because I actually know Mark from years ago. Was it like maybe almost 10 years ago now? Easily 10, yeah. Holy cow. That's when I first moved to uh, New York from and Florida. And trip then? Uh, before? before that. Okay. I had gotten a job at an auto insurance uh, agency. One of the big ones has a, a, a call center here in Western New York. I'd gotten a job there. Uh, and Mark was one of the call center guys there too. You worked on a different team though. You weren't on my team. No, we were on different teams. But I feel like it it was like next to each other, right? Because it was these kind of cubicle things where where like your team was in this one row, but then right over the cubicle wall, another row is another team. Yeah. It felt like you were like right there with whose team were you on? Do you remember? Uh, at the time. Uh, I don't know. There's so uh, many people have switched through from. I always remember just up, Dan Powers. Like, yeah, that was he was name. your guy. Yeah, he was my favorite dude. Yeah. Man, he was a cool dude. Uh, but yeah, we worked together out there. Um, and I knew you were kind of into you know design and stuff like that. But I'd forgotten it completely until recently, a few months ago, I'm on Twitter, um, and I saw somebody comment on something. I can't remember what it was, but it was on Empire State Wrestling post. And you were saying something along the lines of you were glad that your brother dragged you to an ESW show or something to like to that effect. Your brother or a friend of yours dragged you to it, or yeah, it was my brother. He's the uh, one of the camera guys for the crew. So yeah, and you were just talking about how like you were totally into it, and I was like, wait a second, I know this dude, right? So I think I just started following you immediately, um, and then you followed back, and we, we just kind of talked real quick. They're like, hey, how's things going? Been a while, kind of a thing, um, and then you posted something. Um, oh. It was the Buffalo Brothers design. Oh, yeah, yeah. You put up a design for the Buffalo Brothers. If you guys don't know, wrestling fans out there, uh, in Western New York, uh, Empire State Wrestling is a pretty big deal here. Uh, but we also have, um, they became famous kind of for a sad reason, right? A couple, uh, uh, last year, around this time. It's been last just, year. It's probably about a year. It was like end of January. Yeah, four of these guys were coming back from Canada and got into a really, really bad accident. We discussed it on the show back then. We had pr pushed their GoFundMe account. Uh, anyway, the Buffalo Brothers, uh, 
Mark posted a design that you had made specifically for them, a Buffalo Brothers design uh, for merch or whatever, right? And um, I remember seeing it just going, man, man, that is so clean. That's so freaking nice. And I was like, that's right. This dude does graphic design. I need a new logo. Let me reach out. And you were just like, what are you looking for? Yeah. I said, uh, this, this, and this. You said, cool. And you started sending me stuff. I was like, oh, I like <laughs> that right there. Because he showed me like sketches of all different kinds of designs mm-hmm. and different, you know, I, re- I remember versions. as they were coming in, you were just like, so this is what I got. This is, like, this is what we got working on. I was very impressed. It was, it was a different and it was a, a fresh change. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, uh, that's how Mark got, you know, I got back connected with Mark. But the thing is, the thing that's cool about it is that, again, you're into ESW. Now I see you at the shows all the time. Yeah. So, um. So, yeah, you're our second voice today because today we will be talking about ESW's second coming. It took place on February 22nd at Village Sports in Fairport, New York. Uh, but before we get into that, so that the people know that you have, at least so they can get a feel for your background in professional wrestling, I want to talk to you guys about this. All Anthony, right. talk to me about your experience with professional wrestling. How old were you when you, you ever saw it or anything wrestling came on your radar? I think... Um... I probably like four or five years old when I first probably learned about Hulk Hogan, just being at like a pop icon, a pop figure by this point. And uh, I think my dad used to always quote, used to do wrestling quotes and I never understood who they were from, but it was like, I think he did a stone cold impression at one point. He did a Hulk Hogan, (laughs) the, the pythons wrapped around you. Uh, (laughs) And I'd be like, I I don't know that's from, that's a, but you're like, dad, I don't know what that is. I don't get it. And then, um, (laughs) and then, at some point, I think, let's see, I want to say probably 11, 12, I think WWE came around to the uh, with a key bank okay. or, or HSBC uh, arena back when it was called yeah. that. And I remember seeing John Cena and Rey Mysterio. And by that point, I had started playing the WWE video games on PlayStation 2. Okay. I remember, so that's where you're, yeah. you're like, you so, know it through so the video games. So my characters game. I know through video games, and I got to see them once when I was younger, live. Okay. But from seeing it from such afar, it was kind of like, you know, when you go see any concert or any uh, sports team playing arena, they're just like little figures. Yeah. So I never really got a uh, into watching it. And, you know, I, I've come back to my exposure to professional wrestling through you and Brandon. Yeah, when Brandon. through Matt and his friends, just yeah, by when, exposing and saying, hey, play this, watch this. Yeah, when Brandon used to be on the show, we got you into wrestling for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You were watching kind of the, a lot of what was going on with the WWE at the time. Yep. Um, you, I think you came over for Royal Rumble a few times, wrestle, a few WrestleManias. Yeah. So you got into it that way. But you had never gone background. to a, like a live show. You and I went to his, uh, uh, Raw? Was it Raw or we SmackDown? We went to Monday Night Raw. It was it Monday was, Night Raw It was here. right after an event, too. Yeah, so uh, we went to the Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. um, and you were just like, that was awesome. And I was, was like, dude, like- if you think that's cool, we should see an indie show, because the mm-hmm. indie shows are where it's at. I went to my first ESW show last year. It was last, not uh, 2019, but 2018. Mm-hmm. The first ESW show was the Wrestle Bash. Brandon and I went to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wrestling's been around. I've been you know, been in me forever. See, it wasn't... Uh- 
I think I watched it once or twice with Steve. Yeah. We threw it on, but it was never nothing, anything like I watched. Oh, Steve a fan? Oh, yeah. Steve uh, was a big uh, Roddy Piper fan. Oh. Big, big, big Piper fan. Dude. I can Jake show you some too. of the, some of like some of the greatest matches Piper's ever been in. It blow your mind. Like, mm-hmm. dude, some of the old school matches, like you see Indy, right? And it's it's yeah. nice to see these guys working hard. And it's hard to when you watch that and and you watch some of the older stuff. It's harder to watch kind of the pre-packaged WWE stuff that they've mm-hmm. got going now. I mean, I don't know. I've been away for a few months, so I don't know if it's changing, if it's getting any better. Uh, but you know, it changes you, man. When you go to a live show, it definitely changes you. So um, it's. It makes me feel the difference now that I have been to live show or been to indie shows. It feels the difference of going to see Green Day in concert compared to um, your what your local show, your indie band coming around at the town ballroom. Right, because that it's town that, ballroom could be better than that Green Day. Exactly, show. it could if you have the right energy, the right crowd, mm-hmm. it would blow that Green. And it's Day such show a more intimate, like you get to know and meet the wrestlers. Yeah, you don't get that at a WWE event or an arena event. Really. I mean, you do if you pay enough. Yeah, but then, right? but you then, then you're just paying for the experience. For the, but you're really you're not getting the the actual genuine, I think, experience. You're getting a paid experience. You're getting pe- you're paying them to be happy that you're talking to them. That's true, Mark. How about for you? How long has wrestling been on your radar? Oh, man. Um, I grew up in the 80s, so I grew up when the E was the F. Yes, WWF. Um, That's when it was the good stuff. uh, You know, the big blue and gold thick logo there. Um, Yeah, I was definitely a a WWF over a WCW kid growing up. My friends were all into WCW, and I just was like, they can't even jump off the top rope. That's lame. (laughs) and then, like any you know, developing boy, you kind of get out of it for a while because yeah. it's not the cool thing. Everybody's kind of right. making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I slowly got back into it in high school. This is like coming NWO, DX, like more of the attitude era, dude. You and I had the exact same path. So uh, in high school, actually, uh, I was in a, from Syracuse and at a city school, and it was probably like senior year. So we're talking like ninety eight, ninety nine. A uh, buddy of mine, we would just randomly drop stunners in the hallway. He would hit a stunner <laughs> on me, and I would sell it in the middle of physics class. Um, and we actually ended up convincing uh, administration to give us a spot in the talent show. But we told him we were going to be doing a uh, uh, a close contact acrobatic routine. Oh, my is how we God. worded it, and it ended up being um, well as hardcore as it can be. But we had a, like a hardcore death match. That's amazing. With like you know street signs and boards and wood, and I did a I did a front flip <laughs> off a chair on the stage. It was like it was great. We came in second place to a bunch of people that were twerking, but you know. Oh my goodness, oh. Um, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, you know, fell out of it again for a little bit more. Uh, life takes over. You start to have your own kids. Yeah. You know. Um, are you teach? So how are your kids old enough where you're doing like DDTs and, and stunners on the bed, like throw, picking them up. They're too big for that them. now, but oh. when they were younger, you know, you go. when they were a little, little, you know, my <laughs> one's going to be almost bigger than me in like a year or so. Oh man. Um, and then my, so, you know, you catch the little tidbits on Reddit or whatever, you know, just, I don't have the time to watch raw, but you watch the big ones. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you watch the Royal rumble, you watch WrestleMania, um, and just kind of follow along so you can kind of know who's what and where it's going. And then, uh, my brother, the camera guy, he, uh, got a job doing some indie shows in, I believe in Syracuse and with excite wrestling and a couple of the other, uh, promotions. And, you know, every month he was like, oh, I'm out in Buffalo, I'm out in Buffalo, I'm out in Buffalo. And I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I, I got to see, I, I want to see a hangout. I, I want to kind of check out this thing you're talking about, this indie wrestling. Yeah. Cause I have no idea what. 
you know, we I grew up with like the the hardcore backyard wrestling. Yeah, I remember like when that. There was that yeah. little boom of you know just being reckless and unprofessional and you know doing whatever. And then he showed me a clip, and this clip will have forever changed my like views on independent wrestling. It was um, Anthony Gaines uh, versus AC. Oh, and it the was viral clip that the vir- went around the, yeah, the world. But dude. I saw it the prior to it going viral. The pounce around the world. Yes. The thing that they don't show, and I don't know why, is. They, uh, um, Gaines actually landed on my brother when he was pounced out of the rings. He flew past the mat and landed on my brother. And he was telling me about this. And I was like, dude, this is wild. I was like, I I want it. I want to see what this is about because it blew my mind. Uh, and then, uh, I went to one of the shows last year in 2019. Um, that's what I was glancing at. I think it was, um, yeah, that Gaines pounce man was. I remember that. That was that was, that was on ESPN. I mean, that was on all the different yeah. news networks, national. That was big deal, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember. I so by then I had already kind of you know watched a little bit of it and 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 was following a little bit of ESW. But that after that I was like, all right, I got to go to these shows, man. Come on. And then like you go and you're blown away. Well, here's the thing. So I, I just found it. So yeah. last May, I think when they did. Um, Sky's the limit. Yeah. That was my first show. And I was like, all right, so there's a bunch of local guys. And, you know, I kind of got to, you know, say hi to some people beforehand because, you know, there's a guest with my brother and he's, you know, doing work or whatever. Um, And then I think the thing that really blew my mind was he was like, keep an eye out for X, Y, and Z. And I didn't realize X, Y, and Z that these guys were um, on different professional promotions, Mm -hmm. like that they were bringing in talent who wasn't like, you oh, know, yeah. your local guy from around the corner who's kind of just putting his work in. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you, oh, that's right. You know, because there's more than just WWF. Yeah. There's because, you know what? So if you if you know much about the history of wrestling, there's the territory days, right? Right. And to me, nowadays, it feels more like promotions are the territory. There are still kind of territories. Like, you know, ESW travels around and tries to hit specific cities in a certain area and it's trying to branch out. But it's not that way. Like, like back in the old days, you had a wrestler that became big in this area and then they moved to other areas to, for that exposure. Now it's about just hitting those promotions for the, that better exposure. You know, and and depending on on I guess where you're going and 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 the push you're getting, it it, it depends. That's what kind of promotions you're actually hitting. You know what I mean? It's more of a um, a network. Yeah. Like speaking of the yeah. network, it's more of a network. They're like everybody's kind of helping each other. Oh up, yeah, and they're always this putting is the each biggest other sense over, of com- yeah. yes, it's the biggest yes. sense of community that I've seen in like forever. Dude, ESW, I, I, I'm a huge, huge fan. And I'm not just saying it because we sponsor. You know what I mean? Like, I really am a huge fan of this promotion. I think it's a, one of the, like, top-tier promotions in this area. Or or in the Northeast, even. Yeah. I mean, I've missed one or two shows, and that was just from prior obligations. But yeah. I make it a point to, to get out there because it's just it's a blast. Oh, heck, yeah. Well, I think if for someone that's coming in new to wrestling, that because that's kind of how it feels to me, is I'm really coming in new. Like, I know names just because of them being famous, but to have a local scene that I'm able to go and experience and to see them put into effort to build a story mm-hmm. with that it makes you feel like they're not just some local guys in the backyard. Like they, they're t- taking this as professionally as they can. Let me ask you real quick. Uh, before you got into the indie scenes, when all you knew was kind of the WWE, mm-hmm. uh, who's your favorite wrestler? Um, Kane was always my top favorite. Why? 90s Kane. He just looked badass. 
Wait, nine, was that when he had the face covered? Yeah. Was it completely or covered? That was, or was it wide open where you could see his no, face? No, this one, his face was just uh, black and red. Verbal or nonverbal? I don't think he ever talked. I think it was nonverbal. All right. Yeah. So like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Oh, man. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm a Randy Orton guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I am. I like, his, uh, I like his technique. His, like, he plays it low to the ground. You know, he's just very technical in what he does, and he's just kind of got that little quirk to him. Yeah. I don't know. Nice. What about you? Mine's is half and half. They're old schoolers. Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. I love them both. They're just Arn Anderson just because of just the hard working. You know, that he was he is the guy that he didn't he was always putting people over. But he's amazing. His his technical ability is amazing. Uh his power is amazing. His that spine his, buster. His spine buster is the greatest there is. No one can lay a spine buster like Arn Anderson. Uh and the promos, bro. Off the top of his head, nothing ever written. The dude knew how to handle a microphone. He and Flair, both. Mm-hmm. Flair would just go nuts. And after once he found his flow, yeah, he'd start repeating his phrases and stuff. But forget it, dude. He could just destroy anyone on Mike Flair back in the day. Um, so, yeah, they're always going to be my faves. Um, all right, let's get into ESW, man. So ESW Second Coming, uh, this was their second time out in the Rochester area. Fairport's like a little suburb. Is that it's- a suburb of... I, if that's what you would call it, I guess it's kind of like the uh, cheek to Wagga to Buffalo. Yeah, okay, that's so that's accurate. So so yeah, they had it at Fairport Village Sports um, Sports Arena. It was basically one half uh, an ice rink, a hockey rink, the other half an indoor soccer rink. Yeah, um, for like a little league. Yeah, or like field it wasn't. Hockey. It wasn't like a full on. Yeah, something like that. Was size. it field? Is it field hockey? Is that I saw it signs is? for field hockey. Oh, but there you go, field hockey. There, I thought yeah. it was soccer. Uh, we were on a, a it was the on turf. turf. Um, which they should. I know they why they didn't leave turf. I, I guess the last time they came through, it was a little bit of a mess on the turf. So they had to put all these blue tarps down, which was uh, made it a little difficult to walk. walk but it was very interesting very when smart. when certain things happened outside of the ring, right. uh, and, and there's beer spilling on tarp, and wrestlers are kind of making their way through the crowd and slipping and sliding. That was pretty awesome. Uh, anyway, so what I want to do is I don't want to really go through each of the matches and like break each of the matches down, but what I wanted to do is discuss kind of your thoughts on the matches, um, the wrestlers, and specific moments. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go on the card. I'm just going to kind of read off the card. And uh, these were the, this, this is basically who it was. I'm not going to say who defeated who, only because I want pe- listeners to go check it out on High Spots Network. Uh, I think they're on a couple of other networks as well. I can't remember. Power Slam, I want to say. Perhaps. I can't remember. Uh, but I know. just search search uh, Empire State Wrestling on Facebook, and, and they'll provide all the different links. Go to their website, eswwrestling.com, and you can find out where they're streaming online. I just know High Spots because that's the one I'm, I'm subscribed to, which... Uh, keep an ear out coming up here in the near future. We're going to be doing a contest where we're going to give away a full year subscription to high spots network to a lucky listener here in the future. So keep an eye out or an ear open anyway. So ESW second coming, this was the card we were working with Brandon Thurston versus cloudy Nick Sullivan versus Vinnie moon. Uh, Dewey and Rob Sweet. What was the name of their team? I can't remember. It's a new, it's a new tag team. Uh, the, they were the the hillbilly guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the I, truckers. They're like the 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 long just the the eighteen wheeler guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were up against Matt Ratcliffe, Jeremiah Richter. Uh, we had Coconut Jones up against Kevin Bennett. We also had in, uh, ESW Interstate Champion Frankie Feathers defending uh, his title up against Gavin Glass, Jerk Cockins, and Vince Valor. And we also saw inf- uh, to Infinity and Beyond. Uh, against mm-hmm. Bear Country, 
Uh, also, uh, Windy City Kid, TJ Crawford against Anthony Gaines. And the main event of the night was Captain Nick Ando versus our special guest, Orange Cassidy. Um, so, of these matches, first, Anthony, which one probably sticks out to you the most? Which one was probably your favorite match of the night? Man, the Orange Cassidy, that was just, that was purely entertaining. <laughs> It was a, that was a very, very just, I didn't want to miss a moment. Like I was completely zoned in on that one. That was fun. You can't, you know, here's the thing. The dude doesn't move too fast, Uh right? But you still have to feel like you can't look away because you're going to miss something (laughs) as slow as he's moving. You still feel like you're going to miss it, right? Exactly. It's totally in the details. Uh, what about you? Which one was your, of, of the entire night? What was your, the match that stood out the most? Um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, Nick Sullivan versus Vinny Moon. Oh, ho, 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 really? <laughs> Why is it the way it almost ended in tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just, it was like night and day. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was like back in the eighties. If you watched like Mike Tyson box, mm-hmm. you knew what you were getting in for. Oh you, yeah. You paid a, a crap ton of money for the pay-per-view. Yep. And it was over in seconds. Yep. But you knew that if Tyson was in his prime going up against somebody, it was going to be just like a slaughter. Yeah. And and that it, it there would it didn't matter who it was. No. In his prime, you were done. And and I'm a fan of Nick Sullivan. Um, a couple of his past few matches, uh, he's had a little bit of some ups and downs with his uh his ring partners and uh you know teammates turning on him and stuff like that, but. Dude's a beast. He is a beast. I, I don't even know that any other word but like beast describes yeah. him. He he moves like Bam Bam does. He does. I have dude. not seen a big man move with the agility like Nick moves since like Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, he's definitely a beast. There was a moment where it, it was an almost botch where he was he was he was taking uh Moon down and it almost looked like he he almost just smashed his face, almost crushed his face. I, I, in that moment, I thought Vinny Moon's nose was broken mm. the way he landed. Uh, I mean, it recovered super fast. It wasn't it wasn't glaring. It wasn't something where you're like, ugh. But yeah. it, it it looked like it was painful, and that's the point, right? Like he's his point is to destroy Vinny Moon. So it worked. It made me wince and made me think Vinny's nose got to be broken. Uh, his back was destroyed. That's for sure. <laughs> that chop. Oh, oh yeah. I, 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 the minute I saw that, I was like, oh, that like I get it. The chest and the chop hurts, but that's a back. Like mm. I don't know if it's a name for a back. You'll chop, lose, but, I think you lose breath worse. Oh, and on top of it. You could see it as the match progressed. His back, there's just a the well, red you could circle. See and the handprint. Like, you could see all. Like, you that could see all five hurt. points. Uh-huh. That's why I saw him after. And I was like, "Dude, your back." He's like, "Oh yeah, that hurt." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that lad, yeah, that did not look fun." Yeah, that's awesome. Like, that oh. that was my. Uh, I think that was. Yeah, that clap. was enjoyable to watch. Nice. Oh, um, I had so for me. I, I hate always saying there's two, but there was one that follows so close that it was hard to pick. But I would have to say, and the reasons here, uh, first, Brandon, the first one, Brandon Thurston and Cloudy, only because, dude, I think Cloudy's underrated, man. I really think he's very underrated. He's He's got, he's he's really got a good character going, and he's also, he's got a lot of good athleticism in there. And I feel like if they use him right, you know, you could see, you could just see him 
explode for a small guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He really does. And Thurston's a great technical wrestler, regardless. You oh, know, he, he puts yeah. in he puts in the work. The dude's great. So to see these two go to get go against each other, the opening match too. There's a little bit of comedy in there. I think Thur- Thurston threw out something about his height. Uh, and the thing that I love the most is they came out with Nick Ando. Captain Nick Ando uh-huh. was was uh, running ringside with Cloudy, and Thurston said something about his size and. Ando immediately jumps to his defense. He's like, he's not that short. He's not that short. He's and, screaming Ando's at the crowd. fun to watch. Dude, I'm a fan. I of, think that's why I like the casting, but I forgot about the his. Yeah, I am a fan of charisma. Match. I'm a fan of having that kind of, you know, draw, that that character that people can really enjoy either to hate or to love. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that, you know, I got to say, the reason I said I enjoyed that match was because I wasn't expecting much from Cloudy's side. But watching him more, I was just kind of like, man, you know, the guy can actually really go. And I and, and every time I see him, I just think to myself, OK, not yeah. bad. So that, after this last one, I'm, I've been thinking to myself, I wouldn't mind. Like, let's see him on the next one, because I think he's got he's got something that we could see happen. Um, but the main one for me, because. And here's why was Anthony Gaines and Windy City Kid. Oh yeah. Only because Windy City Kid, this kid TJ Crawford in from Chicago. Uh, I've never seen him before. I hadn't seen him come through before, so I don't know if he has been through ESW before. Um, but I was super impressed. Great ring presence. Um, nice move set. Right. Uh, he was very crisp in a lot of his moves. Um, and he and Anthony really complimented each other in the ring. It was a really good kind of back and forth. And, and I, I mean, I was impressed and I always like getting to know new wrestlers when somebody comes in and wows me, I like just going like, okay, you know, not match of the night, not at all, but for me, a very enjoyable match that made me remember, you know, it it literally made me go home and say, who's this guy? I want to look him up on YouTube. Can I find other work? Is there anything else he put out there? Yeah, I mean, and for Gaines too. I mean, with the night that he was yeah. having oh. with with, with oh. everything else going on. Oh. I mean, yeah, we're getting into those moments, dude, for sure, just, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, let me see here. Um, it's always fun to see Colin Delaney in action. His entrance music is great. Colin and Cheech to oh, yeah. Infinity and Beyond. Those guys are awesome. Um, and they came up against Bear Country. I mentioned Nick is a big guy. Yeah. And Nick is. He's a he's a he's solid. He's yeah. he's you know, he's he's got some oomph to him. Yeah. Like thick with three C's. Bear Country, I mean, I think one of the uh one of their thighs <laughs> is is probably <laughs> as, is, ring post. as big as I am. <laughs> like I, I I took a measurement of my like circumference of my chest, and I, I still think that the one guy's thigh was had a bigger circumference than you know I didn't. Like Thick huge, thighs. huge, and and they utilized every single part of the arena, not just the ring. Yes, <laughs> the arena. Um, there's some. I was just looking up Bear Country online real quick just to see their names. I couldn't remember their name. I know Bronson's one, right? Bronson Beefcake, Bronson and Beefcake, something like that. Anyway, um, but I'm seeing here that they did a they had a match against Butcher and the Blade for Beyond Wrestling. I'm gonna have to check that match out a little later. <laughs> All right. Nice. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, those were the matches. But then again, obviously, yes, Orange Cassidy stands out because it's an AEW guy, right? He's already cool. He's got this gimmick. Dude's been around for a while. He's been around for over a decade. But recently, he's got this gimmick that everyone just kind of fell in love with. Apparently, it's supposed to be modeled after uh, Ryan Gosling's character in the movie Driver. That makes sense. Yeah. Never seen it. 
It I've makes- never seen it either, but everybody says it's got that kind of like aloof whatever thing, the glasses, the whole gimmick. Um, but man, it's it. The, I remember the first time Orange Cassidy came on like my radar before AEW. It was this indie scene. I saw the clip of him in the middle of the ring throwing these wicked kicks to the shin, man. Wicked kicks to the shin. They're deadly. I think a sloth moves faster. Um, a sloth kicking you to the shin is like lightning fast compared to Orange Cassidy's. But yeah, what but got he put me, so much effort into him. What got me, right? What got me was not the kicks. It was the reaction by the ref, number one, who was acting like he just saw somebody's leg snap in half in front of him. And the crowd, the crowd for every little shin tap was just like, oh, oh. And I was just like, what is happening right now? And the more I watched, the more the words genius just came into my brain. I'm like, this guy knows. This guy knows what's up. This is wrestling. Wrestling is supposed to be entertaining. It's supposed mm -hmm. to draw you in. It's supposed to make you believe. It's supposed to make you cry. It's supposed to piss you off. And I love that we have guys like him and Joey Ryan and and this this, this other kind of, I don't want to say comedy wrestling because, I mean, it is, but it still feels kind of like it it does a disservice to the art. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Well, the thing is, it's he's not like that the entire match because then he breaks and then he just kicks ass because then <laughs> I think you showed me a clip where he did uh, some moves off of the rope and did like a flip with his hands in his pockets. Oh, he during, does a moonsault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like. Yeah. All the simple simplicity in the big of the simple shin taps completely equates for the fucking moonsaw. Yeah, he he'll also yeah. go suicide suicida, dive. suicida suicidas dives right outside the ring. Yeah, and kip ups, uh, his yeah. kip ups, oh, all are hand, amazing. Like, yeah, all in your pockets. I mean, amazing. Like that's impressive. Um, but yeah, dude, watching him was great. But I, man, my one of my favorite ESW wrestlers right now, Captain Nick Ando. First, my first time I saw this guy was a year ago and just being like, he already hooked me with the Yacht Rock music, dude. Oh, that's great. When you hear uh, Howard Jones, things can, uh, things can only get better. If you don't know this song, listeners, just go YouTube it. You'll recognize you like, oh, this song. Now imagine that as the entrance music of a wrestler and then go look up Captain Nick Ando and check out the gimmick. Oh, I, immediately the whole crowd sings along too and I was hooked and I'm like alright I can get into this and remember it's my first ESW show so I'm like I could get into this this is fun right every time I see him super entertaining love the music uh, and again just like w- my feelings on Cloudy this is a dude where every single time I've seen him I'm more and more just kind of impressed with what he's doing in the ring as well mm-hmm. uh, he's awesome at you know storytelling in the ring um, great on mic the guy's got great gab skills yeah. he really does uh, so currently he's, he's currently my favorite. So watching him against orange Cassidy was, was pretty dope. It was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you guys? Some of your favorite wrestlers right now at ESW, at least in, in this evening, who was it that stood out for you? Um, I mean, honestly, I really think I fell into to Nick Ando's the gimmick for this one. Like I yeah. liked it at the grand Island one last month. Grando Island. Oh, Grando against, Island. Uh, Danhausen. Yes. yes. Dan- well, I think Dan Housen definitely won me over on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then when I got to see him against uh, Cassidy to, uh, this month and getting the whole crowd into it, and I, honestly, it was, and it was his less, home it, crowd, so that's why it got a big yeah. pop when he was out well, there. Honestly, it was his. Uh, it's what you said: his interjections with the cloudy match, the yeah. coming back, and just seeing that, it was like, oh, okay, 
I, I can get into it. I was, I really, uh, he really stuck out and I'll say, um, I like, uh, Jerk Hawkins. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, his Jerk's gimmick. Great, dude. He's so his, good. The, where he quiets everyone, hush. Yeah. I guess everyone to hush down and just take a moment. I love it. Or, uh, like real, he'll, he'll hit him and then like disappear for the match. And it's like, wait, and he's like peeking out from over the ring. and just like, shit. Um, yeah. What about you? Oh man. Mark. Um, but obviously Sega, James Sega, he was, he was sidelined, man. Side-lined. He's sidelined. He's got shoulder match. surgery. Yeah. So he's been sidelined. Uh, I'll get into my favorite. One thing though, as a whole for ESW that I think yeah. really has hooked me and what keeps me coming back is they deliver the the promise of, you know, we've got, you know, Phoenix and Penta. We've got Orange Cassidy yes. coming. We've got Danhausen coming. Yes. And they, you know, deliver. So all these guys that maybe you've only seen clips of on YouTube or, you know, whatever, for like the working guy like me who doesn't get to go out much. I get, yeah. you know, a couple hours every weekend to go do something. The, the fact that I can go and see them perform with the i guess up and coming or local talent is yeah. is awesome like yeah. that's a huge like plus in my book and that and that they 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 work hard it's not just a i'm here to Show collect for a paycheck, paycheck yeah. and just going to walk through and go through the motions it's like i think every uh special guest if you want to call it that that they brought in has gotten a standing ovation if not more and uh you know please come back um like bear country you know they they yeah. the, the please come back cuz of how great. like how hard they worked um Back to my favorites, though. Currently watching favorites. Um, Anthony Gaines. Great. He's got such a good storyline over the past like six, seven, eight months even going. With, with the old school guys coming back. Remember that that whole storyline? Yeah, yeah. So good. Was um, that two, month, two, month, two, three months ago? Yeah. Yeah. And now. And the, it carried for a while, though, before there was like oh, a dead. six month run with that storyline. And then the uh, the turn of Kevin Bennett. Oh, that was the, amazing. The Judas. The Judas of the, the, the group. We talked about the pounce herd, herd around the world. In this case, uh, Anthony Gaines was involved in the punch herd around the world because, dude, I have n- no one saw it. No one saw it coming. That crowd literally went insane. Like just at first it was this moment of just like <gasps> a split second of no air in the room at all because everyone gasped at the exact same time. Seriously. And then if you go back and watch the video, they have it on ESW's Facebook page right now. And I think it's on uh, one of Instagram. the one of the streaming sites has the whole the whole oh. uh match. But yeah, dude. Once he punches him and nails and lays him out, that whole place just went nuts. But that's it's it's a great storyline as well. And I'm gonna throw this plug out too. He is uh, growing on me and immensely right now. Is uh, Atticus Kogar out of Ohio? Oh, huge fan when I first saw him. Um, Same. I was just like, I love this gimmick. He uh, he and recently, he's hard. Working. He recently dropped his manager, like whatever he had going on with that, a couple months ago, and that was great. And I I, I honestly see big things coming up for him. He is. Uh, I agree. He is, he's something to watch out for. If you if you haven't seen him, look up his matches. I'm pretty sure he had uh, something going on with GCW recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of got his own NWO thing coming out of Ohio. Yeah, four O H four forty, which mm-hmm. is the zip code for Ohio. Like it, it, yeah. the, the 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 reasoning behind it uh, is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I, so I'd go with Gaines, uh, Kogar, um, a couple of my favorites to watch right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. All right, let's talk about moments because there were some yeah. moments this this evening that were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mark, I'll let you take this first one because I know where we're going to go here. We're going immediately into the Anthony game. So, uh, what happened was we there was a match between Kevin Bennett and Coconut Jones. 
Uh, so this is the first event immediately after Kevin Bennett turning on Anthony Gaines and decking him, laying him out uh, right in the middle of the ring. Like I said, shocking the ESW world. Um, people screaming, why, why? I mean, Booing they, him. They had a chance for the titles. Dude, for... it was so insane. Exactly. Mm-hmm, they, were, they were there too, man. They were they were on, on the, the oh, they were coming over. He, uh, Bennett does this the, motion with double, his, the with double the, pumps. The double pumps. And it's just like. What a dick. <laughs> Um, like, oh, you asshole. So this is the <laughs> first. He definitely gets the yeah, this is the first event after this, right? And mm-hmm. so Bennett and Jones have a match. After the match ends, Anthony Gaines comes out. Yeah, I mean he he he's in his right to come out. You know, he calls him out. He wants an explanation. Uh, and, and I think it was a, a fair a fair you know question. Like, yeah. I want to know why. Tell me, and we'll handle it or whatever, and we'll just walk away and you know yeah. very amicably and he walked away and the thing is that the thing that i, blo- that I love about this is these guys really are friends mm-hmm. um anthony Gaines, and it's no secret he came out last year came out you know as gay um and kevin bennett again no secret social media he's very proud of his family has a daughter these guys are friends uh, some of the most, some of the greatest things about wrestling is uh, we talk about it on the show all the time is the line, the line between reality and kayfabe, because there's no such line in wrestling. It's blurred. Sometimes you can take what's going on in real life and bring it to the story. Uh, and sometimes the stuff happening in the ring does bleed out into real life. Um, this promo, when a- Gaines comes out wanting to know why, to me, is probably one of his best. I've been seeing his promos now for over a year, uh, getting better and better on Mike every single time I see him. But this promo with the person, like the the personalness of it, uh, when he calls him out and says, you know, to Kevin, dude, you're the first guy I told when I came out. You know what I mean? I held your daughter. When he said that, no lie, I started to get like almost a lump in my throat. I'm like, this is getting crazy. That's personal. This is getting crazy good. Kevin walks out. And everyone's just like, boo, garbage. Later on, Anthony Gaines has a match against TJ Crawford, the Windy City kid, after which, wait, was it during the match that he came out or was it after the match ended? After, yeah. Because he was all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kevin comes out, picks up the mic, says, you wanted to know why, right? You wanted to know why. I didn't. I saw the like the the split second after me. I didn't see the actual motion to happen. I was like literally I turning away. Anthony goes, "What?" Like next to me, he's like, "What?" I turn around, look real quick, and all I see is Bennett's leg between Gaines's legs, his foot between his legs. You guys had your table set up pretty far back, you know, against the outside Off wall. I was side, I was yeah. like two rows in, uh, oh, opposite side from oh, you guys. So um, yeah, that was. That was solid. It found its mark. There was no wide right on that one. That, no. that was just. And he crumbled, dude. He crumbled to the ground. And again, it was just this like booze, cacophony of booze. And, and just, uh, just straight I, heel. I, I'm going to say, I really feel That's like mean. these guys are, are building such a good story. We're going to start seeing like legit reactions. I think we're going to start seeing popcorn and drinks getting thrown into the ring. Old NWO stuff. <sighs> remember when Hulk turned, dude? Remember that shit? Oh, yeah. Uh, can you remember all that trash? Just, can you imagine one of these one of these matches at ESW where that ring just low? I would be happy if I was the promo. If I was Brett, I'd be like, "Yes, he convinced them." Yes, look at the reaction because at the end of the day, that's what you want. Yeah. You want the fans to be invested. And that if they visceral. care enough, if they care enough to get that far, 
your your boys are doing the right thing, man. They're telling the story. They're doing it right. They are so good. Um, yeah, guys, if you don't, if you can't tell how much we are into Empire State Wrestling, you've heard us kind of promote them here and there. Uh, we are planning on having some of the wrestlers on the show this year as guests. Uh, if you have not checked them out yet, um, you can find them on High Spots Network. Like I said, on some of the other streaming networks, I only keep pushing High Spots because that's the one I have. Um, but yeah, check them out. Empire State Wrestling. Next event, if you're in the Western New York area, uh, will be Spring Breakdown, Saturday, March 28th at the Frontier Fire Hall. They're returning to the Fire Hall in Niagara Falls, New York. Bell is at 6 p.m. If you need tickets, eswwrestling.com. Uh, you can probably mes- message them on Instagram and Facebook if you need tickets. Uh, if you know any of the guys, any of the boys working it, uh, they usually have tickets to sell as well. So just grab somebody. on the- You see Daniel Garcia walking in the street, just grab him and tell him you want a ticket to the show. Tell him you heard about it from Hardly Kayfabe. Uh, but they already an- announced some, of the- some, uh, some indie wrestlers and some uh, big names that are going to be uh joining us as guests we've got um the what is he the maniac joe gacy i can't remember his joe gacy will be there yep jake Um, something uh and then if you watch aew you'll see they just signed mr jeff cobb you were talking about a beast yeah jeff cobb will be at esw spring breakdown um I can't wait, dude. I've got we've we've got free stickers to give away. Come say hi to Yo. us at the table. We got Harley Kayfabe stickers to get away, but we will also have T-shirts available. Harley Kayfabe T-shirts as well as Harley Kayfabe enamel pins. So come see us at the table March twenty eighth if you're in the area, Western New York. Um, dude, it was such a good time watching Second Coming. I can't. I want to. I'm gonna watch it again when it comes on High Spot because it was it was a really was good, a good time. Um, Mark. Anthony, thanks for joining me today on Hardly Kayfabe. Anthony, thanks for helping me take over. Uh, before you. we m- move on, Mark, give your promo, man. Tell people where they can find your 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 artwork. If somebody wants to hit you up for for uh, logo design, uh, how they can get in touch with you. Because let's be honest, people, go to the website, BICBP-radio.com. Check out that logo and tell me you don't want your work done by Mr. Warner here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So artwork, uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, WRNR dot design. Um, Twitter. I think it's, uh, oh, so many, you know, yeah, I'm sure if you just look up Mark out. Warner, yeah, you'll uh, come up the Mark seven, one, six. There you go. Yeah. The Mark. I love the it, mark. dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Just start wearing a shirt like that around the Mark. Oh yeah. At just, the just look for the Mohawk. At the there you shows. Go. Look for the Mohawk. There you go. Yeah. Hit him up, dude. He'll, he will definitely, definitely do some good work on any logo, uh, graphic work. Also. Yeah. yeah. T-shirts, any, t-shirt. anything you guys. Yeah. Hit him up, hit him up. Also very fair prices, super fast turnaround. So hit them up, dude. Thanks so much for joining the show. Anthony, tell people where they can listen to your other shows. Uh, you get my other shows at, uh, BACBP radio.com. I'm also the host of vinyl divers, a music podcast. Uh, I like to review bands, albums, artwork, songs. Uh, I also am a co-host and producer of a D and D tabletop gaming podcast on the network called Podcasters. I currently have a, uh, mini story arc going until greg debuts a campaign so the idea behind that if you guys are fans of D or role-playing games is uh, we have a network right all mm-hmm. of our podcasts are on there we have a lot of local uh, guys that are on the network and we all enjoy playing D. so the idea was is uh if we wanted to we could write maybe a one quick adventure which would be an episode or maybe a two-parter which would be a two episode and just gather a few players uh, a few people from the network to play one or two episodes worth of the game so right now there's three episodes up mm-hmm. first two there's a part first, one 
of Greg, Greg's one. campaign. Yep. You've got one solo. Yeah. I did, I did then, a one shot, and now I have a mini arc that's a five parter building up. Okay, so you can follow that, but also you, you'll also find other, other uh, network members other going on. getting ready to release their own stories as well. So check that out as well. We've got all kinds of shows for you BICBP radio.com. Once again, people, thanks so much for listening to us. You guys got anything else you want to say before we head out? No. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll be back. Let's take it home, boys.